Ready. So we are ready. Welcome everybody to the co-group meeting. Um, Adrian has pressed the recording button for having us immemorialized, memorialized forevermore in our conversation here. Um, last week you tried it out the first time I wasn't here last week and yes. everybody took a vote. Adrian just suggested we take another vote that is actually on the record about being recorded and posting these meetings uh, for other people to access. Um, Sorry, Alyssa. I just want to... I just want to say I listen to uh, the various... Are there now podcasts, Adrian? Is that what they are? Oh, let's call them podcasts. So I listen to them, and I think for the purpose of this meeting, it would be really good to have a voice recognition round, uh, just for people that aren't so familiar with our voices, to just go around the table saying our names, so people have a chance to identify who's actually talking. Everybody was running who you were. Oh, really? They, yeah. Your voice wasn't, you know, recognizable. <laughs> you meaning... Well, should I start? <laughs> my name's Ali Emmerich. This is my voice. This is your voice. <laughs> my name is Kristen Powell. This is my voice. <laughs> my name is Lauren Prince. This is also my voice. <laughs> my name is Daniel Cowan. This is my voice. <laughs> my name is Talia. A da fermos. You all don't know me. This is my voice. <laughs> Patrick Spots here. Cornelia, my voice. Alyssa Scarborough. Adrian Balden. Krista Canaster. And Sabina. Hi, everybody. And our unknown listeners. Maybe you can also say it would be awesome to get feedback from people that we don't know uh, listen to this, just to hear what you think about this new process. I am very excited about it. I mean, it. I would invite that Wednesday. Hmm. People can come here every Wednesday. If no, you we didn't the voice every Wednesday in our meetings. The voice, the coordinating. Yes. We will do that now every meeting. Is that okay? Every Wednesday meeting. So let's clearly say yes. We want to do this. Yes. Out yes. loud. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Um, you had a really great meeting last week with Land Summit and all of that. Um, and I hear last week. But now you can actually listen. Um, so we need to maybe publicize how people can access this thing. Um, I um, didn't bring my book with uh, the early images today. And because I didn't, we just skipped that point for today. <laughs> um, but I came with a bit of a concern that I had wanted to share, and maybe up front I should say that concern has adjusted itself into a different place, but I wanted to talk about our committees and the committee work, um, and what I perceived as really an uphill struggle with getting people to come and join actual meetings and conversations. Um, but I listened to the Outreach Committee podcast and uh, I got really excited by the conversation that was had there. And um, so I think maybe as we are 
hopefully recording more of our actual conversations, which when I've been present at, were always exciting. Maybe other people feel that too. But initially, I was really questioning whether the committees are the way to go. So I just offered this as an opener, and we can maybe have a brief conversation about that. I just <clears throat> wanted to say something about if you're actually here, you could think about listening to the podcast as well, because I have found that I spend a lot of my time in these meetings thinking about what I want to say, and I don't necessarily pick up everything of what everyone else is saying. But when I listen to the podcast, suddenly I get a whole new perspective, just to have a set of and Sabina thought that was the funniest thing she'd ever heard. <laughs> I really love that you shared that publicly one more time. I think it's good. Yeah. I want to comment on um, your questioning of committees. And I think my journey of trying to um, co-chair the estate committee and, and drum up like enthusiasm is only now getting like traction because I have traction in that where I was kind of feeling out like how how is this going to go what do we want to talk about and now that I have something that I'm really like jazzed about I hope that I can make other people jazzed about as well but maybe it does take a little bit of leeway to find the direction so I think it might be a little bit too early to, to tell if this is the right way to go but um I hear what you're saying, and I am hopeful that once like projects start forming and things start happening, then more people will be involved because it's it still is vague for a lot of people, including people in this room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my my thinking also just that last night we had a neighborhood meeting, um, which came up with a bunch of ideas, which I thought really build momentum for a broader group of people. So I'm, I just wanted to share with you where I was at with my thinking about things um, and that it's a bit changed. But just in case other people had similar thoughts, I wanted to open this up. Remember, when you don't say a thing, nobody knows what you're doing here. So <laughs> you have to now be verbal and move on or talk. I think we've been a little bit spotty in our reporting back to the core group from the committees because not all committees are meeting every week, but we sometimes just kind of gloss over. Like, it would be good to just hold a space in this meeting still for people that are having meetings to share about it. So my thoughts are, sorry, Patrick? I think that the committees are <coughs> very meaningful and um, I, I hope that people will attend more. Um, just uh, last week in the Arts and Culture Committee, somebody from the residency came to the meeting, which is really exciting to see engagement and uh, participation. Good. Yeah. There's a residency, a requirement of the residency is joining a committee. So <coughs> hopefully Yay. the residency builds, the committees will build. Right. <laughs> I don't know whether it's asking too much. So we had actually the standing point of committees reporting back, which got a little 
tiring because often we went around and nobody had anything to say, so it felt a little superfluous. I am more wondering um, if we do record our committee meetings as well, that it's one of our jobs to listen to those meetings and actually pick up stuff a little bit like you did last week, the land summit. Yeah, it, it came out of a committee thing, but that was the point that was talked about instead of just hearing, hearing a report from the whole thing. I got a lot out of this outreach uh, conversation. And uh, so, but that is a commitment I'm not sure I can ask of everybody. But um, I just put it out there. But we have committees as a standing point. I think maybe normally. it might just be more a case of if those podcasts exist, <clears throat> we just say rather than a report, just say, now we're talking about the outreach committee and everybody can say something because everybody either was there or heard something. <coughs> they might have a question, particularly if they weren't there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but I, I think it's useful to, in this meeting, have a space for at least the committee meetings that happened since last week. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to have the committee check-ins now? Yes. <laughs> yes, I was just going to. I thought you wanted to still add to this point. So let's have committee check-ins. Let's go around. Danielle had her hand up. I don't have a committee, but as a uh, representative to Campbell Association of North America, the trustee, I want to share that there's a post-Campbell Association of North America conference call. <laughs> scheduled for next Tuesday, so I'll report on that at the next meeting, and that I was on a call for the North American Council, which is um, an association of anthroposophically inspired initiatives related to curative education and social therapy. So it's not just Camp Hill Communities, but other schools and organizations as well. And they are looking at having their annual conference at Soltane in the spring. Um, the proposed dates are May 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Can they run? <laughs> Perhaps. That's right. So that's my sharing from Kana. I think we should make that a condition for them to have their thing here. They need to take part in the 5K Definitely. thing. <laughs> Great. That's your check-in. Okay, outreach. Um, we mentioned the 5K. Has, any, has everybody heard about this possible 5K run that we might do here? Nobody? Yeah. Okay, so uh, it started with Kristen and I thinking like, oh, we've been really into running, and then it just turned into like, let's have a 5K at Soul Team. Thank Spring. Mm -hmm. So what did we say? March or May? Beginning of May? I said May. I think it was whenever this event was. May, yeah. May. You'll need some time to do the trail fixing. Yes, the trail um, yeah. So just start this year being like a very much more casual, like whoever wants to join, like a 10 buck kind of thing. Probably not going to get a t-shirt. Like just let's all run together and um, have fun and then if it grows into something but it would be the money that we raise from it would go to the association so so like rachel said so we can buy cheetos for our 
gathering. It, <laughs> it might even just pay for the event itself. Right, yeah. and, that, and that, would be, that would be enough. I was most excited about the trail cleanup that yeah. this would require. <laughs> so, uh, and especially you with your lump, <laughs> lumberjack skills. Yes, <laughs> lumberjack Lauren. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty so, good. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. So maybe that's something that land we could bring to the land summit series. Talk about trail maintenance. I think the idea also was to have instead of like most five Ks have the ten K option too, we're gonna have the one K option. <laughs> yeah, and like maybe for children, maybe yeah. like the one hundred meters. Yeah. Alyssa and I had talked about maybe reaching out to Beaver Run to see if they would want to. Uh, and collective clean the trucks and maybe even have a meal together um, afterward or before. Um, so maybe that's something we can set up beforehand to yeah. do with our yeah, awesome. Just to point out, yeah, that some of the trails <laughs> that I drew at least on that whatever so, is actually Beaver Run. Yeah. But I think it would be great for us to. I think it's a nice idea to use those trails because then we get them fixed, but also if it's in the middle of, if it's later and it's hot, it's actually nice in there. Yeah. Run <clears throat> often does its trail cleanup during, between, uh, between Ascension and Whitson, so that the 10 days, that's often their project, but uh, it's a great idea too. The trails on their property are in better condition than ours. Yeah, uh, they, do that, that oh, yeah. Uh, they do that anyway, so uh, we can... Maybe in the future build that into our mm -hmm. cycle as well. Mm -hmm. um, you also talked about welcome gathering. Uh, yes, a bonfire of sorts. Maybe a Patrick O'Hara. Who said mentioned something about Patrick with the Was it barrel? The burn barrel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, wherever it needs to happen, but just a, a more relaxed, like just get together and be warm outside, you know, bundled up. In the spring? No, hopefully, um, I think we decided like right before, not right before, maybe the beginning, first or second week of December. So all the people that are eating, be prepared to make a contribution <laughs> as we come around to your committees. <laughs> we have anything more? Practice. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to say it to like understand what it meant. It's weed And then the other thing that I thought was really interesting, because I don't know why I had never really thought about it before, but like volunteering, uh, you know, like um, membership and like tiered membership, what do we offer people for memberships? And then also how do we coordinate all of that? And who, um, who can coordinate volunteers? And is that a volunteer position? Sort of all talking about that, that sort of thing. So. And the other thing was that as a member, you might get a night in. Uh... Right. Yeah. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. Actually, I thought it was a nice idea, to be honest. There was a conversation like a year ago about like if you're a member of the Soul, because at that point, CAF was looking at having a membership program to CAF, and actually, we're thinking about that again. And we thought, oh, what if like if you're a member of the Sultan Association, you're automatically a member of CAF? And then maybe there's all these other tie-ins <coughs> and enterprises. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you look with something like this to do? Yeah. I think we have a lot to offer for these. Well, maybe the membership committee chair could meet with 
something like the general manager of Soul Team to talk about how, and, and maybe also the cap per person just to figure out. Just trying to here. <laughs> yeah, figure out what sorts of benefits and maybe even, you know, hospitality, just like to start thinking about what are these possible um, incentives or whatever you call them. Benefits. Yeah, but a specific question about the development of the benefit package. Um, yeah. yeah. Where would we get to stay the night? Uh, in in some dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it, what is the best room? In my opinion. Yeah. The best room. Well, depending. I think the best room is actually the one Diane and Chuck usually stay in, which is the corner room in Rock Rose, mm -hmm. which has its own exit and whatever. You don't have to hang in the house at all, but it's spacious enough, it's light enough, it's pretty enough. And the second one would actually be, the, if the house is empty, the Peridor big room. It's, qu it's quite nice. And then Iduna just as its own little thing during the weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, we're good with this? Yeah. Um, okay, housing. Housing has a lot, probably, because we just had a neighborhood meeting yesterday, which was well attended. And we came up with good ideas about relieving poor Tom from coming on weekends and, and snow shoveling. And, and about, of course, the application process with residential steward. Yeah, many things were discussed. Uh, as Valia <coughs> said, we talked about the <coughs> residential stewards um, and their role here in our community, and uh, that we'd be setting up a meeting with the residential stewards. A, uh, well, the first meeting of the residential stewards proper. And um, we also talked about uh, projects that the community would like to um, implement. Uh, somebody recommended a drum circle, somebody just recommended music in general, um, and some folks expressed interest in different tasks or chores that um, we ought to keep in mind and develop plans for uh, keeping up with uh, one including shoveling or possibly even learning how to use the snowplow. Good luck. We also heard the connection into the sustainability yes. idea that kind of lots got of some of us excited. Yeah, lots of talks about sustainability um, and that seemed to get a lot of positive feedback, which was really awesome to hear. And yeah, it did lead into um, I did better. Alyssa sharing her uh, sustainability lands on there. Okay, what, what's, what's the proper term here? Well, they're two different things, but it's the sustainability review. Sustainability review and the land summit. So, is everybody up to speed on those two? I think we heard last week okay. about it here, so. Okay, cool. Will you refer at all from this conversation the other day?
Did I what? Will you make reference to that conversation the other day? The Monday meeting? Yeah. Sure. Anything else to housing? Anything else? Uh, housing? Yeah. Yes. This well, we it, it talked about Advent activities and, and about thanks. Giving and I think it was you, Elisa, that had the idea on <coughs> Saturday, but what a yoga hot with chocolate. And we did remind each other about the community yogas. Maggie and Karuna. So we hope to have a, uh, a Thanksgiving kind of Friendsgiving event, as Ellie mentioned, which would include hot chocolate and yoga. Sometimes, this weekend? Sometime before everybody goes, uh, goes away for the holidays. Yeah, maybe this weekend wouldn't be the worst because the next day everyone or many people will be going for the holidays. I don't know. Let's move on. And, and you guys figure out. All right, yes, thank you. A date. Finding times in this short hour is really. <clears throat> yeah, take up your time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Alyssa. And Thate and Lily. Um, and Courtney, but I believe, I don't know. Um, some, maybe I'll just recap maybe what's new since last time we talked about this last week. Um, I'm currently like kind of making it more real rather than just an idea. And I thought I had a really nice meeting on Monday with Danielle and Adrian about the sustainability review and everybody is welcome. I don't... I'm assuming maybe it'll be an open standing Monday at noon gathering for any who can make it to this and wants to contribute in any way. But we're trying to figure out the best way to uh, get out the information or the question or how do we let people know that we're interested in sustainability and what sustainability actually means and um, hopefully being able to identify just because we're doing we don't want, I don't want to be taking one step forward in economically sustainable, but taking two steps backwards in um, another realm, basically. Socially. Socially, yeah. So it's, it's a trying to, for me, I am working on trying to find a balance between um, all of these things, what actually is sustainable in, in all realms, and taking baby steps towards things, empowering people rather than, like, laying down the wall sort of a thing. Um, so that's kind of the, the questions that, that we're grappling with around this idea, and that has to do with the sustainability review. But ultimately, in, in my vision, something that I feel really inspired about working towards, um, like what if down the line we can become a B corporation? I know, I like that. Um, that's the, like we have to start somewhere in, in all of this, and maybe this is the right, right way to start where we're at, where we want to go in terms of sustainability. So, Monday afternoons, if anybody wants to just come bounce ideas around, or any other time, just reach out and I'll be happy to meet. Regarding, regarding like your role in Soul Chain, or it could, it's applicable to everything I can think of, whether you're like in textiles or land or housing, sustainability is applicable everywhere. So that was an open meeting? Um, it's open to everybody here. Okay, so it's not a, a open to the association meeting? On Monday? Yeah. I'm inviting everybody in this room to come okay. if they please on Mondays. <clears throat> um, 
and then to further kind of get the word out there, it would be really great to start to talk about this within everyone's committees. Um, and maybe I can put together a list of questions that at some time you could ask your committees, like, hey, in relation to outreach, what are some su sustainable practices? <coughs> um, I haven't quite like really formed that, but just know that maybe it's coming and it would help if we can further diversify our grouping through the people you guys are all in contact with through your committees that I might not be. So that's uh, sustainability. Just, just to, I'm thinking the reason, one of the reasons why I was asking is I would imagine a sort of threshold for the podcast is if it's an open meeting or not, so that one should assume that I think, preferably to the extent that we don't forget, which is, you know, we're going to do that. To have if any meeting that's open can be podcasted, but if it's like the land summit, I know was an invite type thing, so that maybe if everybody agrees to it and they want it, then that's fine. But and like with committee meetings, I think it should be assumed that it's an open meeting. This situation here could be something that you know every week you ask the question because I think it would be useful mm -hmm. um, for people who can't make it to to hear the conversation. But if it's uh, really meant to be closed in a sort of more purposeful way, then yeah, that's really up to you. Thank you. Arts and culture, and I think some people have been there. You want to do it? I do you want me to do it? Yeah, let's switch up the voices. Yeah. That's oh, you. So me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought switch up the voices meant not me. Um, yeah, we had our arts and culture meeting. Rachel's the chair, but she can't come to these core group meetings, and we discussed whether anyone wanted to step up to be the chair since to replace her since she can't come, but we um, agreed that for the time being, she's doing a great job of being the chair, and we want her to continue to be the chair, and then Patrick and I can just carry sharing what happens with the core group. And um, you guys are meeting again this week. I'm not able to meet tomorrow, but they're the Arts and Culture meeting, Committee is meeting weekly to hopefully plan something quickly for the Advent season and something musical-based. And um, we're working on that. And Rachel's also really excited to start um, a group that's, it kind of reminded me of an open mic night, but not for a performance. It's like a um, just people that are working on music and want some practice performing in front of others could get together and just play wouldn't be a big event it would just be a nice way to practice um yeah anything else that i'm missing something i kind of wanted to share that is arts related and the 5k reminded me of it but i didn't actually say in the arts meeting because i wasn't thinking about it at that point was that um I am hoping and planning that we'll have uh, the Chester County Open Studio Tours every year, and I want Sultane to be a host studio this year. Oh, yeah. So a host studio, you have up to five artists that show their work, because um, there's a lot of artists in Chester County that don't have like studio spaces where they can show their work. So I'm <coughs> looking into maybe doing that at Woodson Hall, and that is another weekend in May, which is why. Hmm. No, we gotta check out the weekend. It's 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 a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Adrian. Um. Yeah. I'm now. That I'm thinking maybe this 
committee report thing is just another way to say let's have our arts and culture section now because this has got nothing to do with the committee but I just wanted to add that the play um, seems to be going to happen the <coughs> Oberufer Shepherd's play I'm like, I'm like in it yeah, that, a lot of people aren't. Um, but anyway, so the thing that is sort of moving around with that is the exact timing. And now the latest I have um, heard and said, I guess, is maybe that it's going to be earlier on that Friday. So that uh, last time I thought it would be, you know, 12 o'clock lunch if possible. And it would be sort of like a potluck lunch with those guys. Then we'd sort of wait until like late afternoon for the play. But now I'm thinking if you can get time off work to come to a late afternoon, then like let's just do an early afternoon and kind of get it sort of then connected to the possible so that they could not, they, the people who otherwise would leave would be here so that for sure we'd have that crowd, but anybody who can make it, who can get a half day on Friday the 21st can see the play probably at two o'clock. Okay, and that but we still on Friday. Yeah, but and we'd still like to. I would like to at least uh, imagine that we here somehow and or Sultane, whoever else, um, could uh, facilitate a uh, after play party. I, I said I would. I'm yeah. thinking about yeah. it. So it just I'm might be an earlier right, right. event yeah. now because the play will be done by say three. Yeah, and I'm thinking more like a, you know, that way. You know, you could be home by six, seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. You know, you've had some sort of snacks all day, and you don't need to cook, get a shot, <laughs> or we get Soul Kitchen to uh, <coughs> do things. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right. So we we did quite a bit of catching up here on the committee thing. So again, I'm glad I raised the question because it seemed to bring out all the exciting stuff that's happening. We did it. We did it every Wednesday. Ideally, yeah. So last week, uh, what was left over for today was the peer review question. Um, I looked up the uh, I looked up the document that is under revision at the moment, the Kena membership guidelines thing, and I specifically focused in on the peer review piece, um, where I saw that. Whatever we we design, we actually have to reconnect it with with um, the Kena officers and just let them know about it. So we actually need that need to think about a design. We also need to think about people. And I wanted to bring up um, listening to. Danielle, you recorded Cam's report on her and Martin's visit to Sultane uh, that she gave at the, at the Campbell Association. And I picked out a few things that um, I would have liked to talk about a bit more, but let's leave that to one side. I thought, based on the questions that came up, that Stephen Clay would maybe benefit from being considered as part of the team. Um, I would actually welcome somebody who has these kinds of questions to bring them into the process of a peer review. Did he have a heavy accent? Yeah. British, yeah. Um, I mean, basically, he's just saying, well, I really don't know what Sultan is anymore. And uh, he also um, 
thought before a peer review could happen, it would need to be defined what saltine is because we might they it the peer review process might link itself to something saltine was five or six years ago and. I was really pleased to hear that it was a cam um, somebody then then said that well actually that is what the peer Shelley. review is for. Shelley. No, Shelley was offering was it Shelley? I thought she's because she was in the peer review review process group and she said to me and I heard her say there that and I think you said that she said it too, that <laughs> that, that group was intentionally trying to make it more possible to understand, for example, what's going on at Saltine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, what just was said is that, that the big Cana circle isn't the place to ask that question oh, yeah, or yeah, to yeah. respond to that question. That's what the peer review and the group that will do that with us um, oh, that is for. So that. So I think we have now, because we start to be busy with other things, we really have to actually think about it and actually get it together. I want to apologize. I promised that I would send those documents after the last meeting, and I didn't. So I just sent them. Which documents? The Cana peer review process PDF. They're really painful to read, I must say. It's only 13 pages. Yeah, Yeah. but but imagine how painful it was to write it. (laughs) They're painful to read because what what one really needs to know is so here's the process of becoming a full member of Camp Hill of the association and and carrying the Camp Hill name and then here's the peer review process you cannot actually understand the peer review process without getting all this other stuff that is a little bit all over the place and I just wanted to say that we are being peer reviewed as a full member full Campbell member. We are not being reviewed with, in my understanding, with the question, are we going to kick them out or not? We, we should hold that place uh, of, we are a full-blown member. Unless we somehow go through a process here to choose to do otherwise. Exactly. But, but I think that conversation that developed after Cam's initial reporting was a little, I don't know, <laughs> I found a little um, skewed um, in, in a way. Also saying, I don't think we are in crisis. So it, it, it really is important to me that we stand in the full embodiment of a Campbell community that has chosen to explore different pathways and uh, to really take it from that place. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel a little bit like there was a role, a pretty strong like <coughs> question of whether or not Sultan was still a Canfield community for a while. And it seems like people, actual people, have vacated that role. And sometimes someone will go in and just speak for the role, but nobody, there's very few people compared to what it used to be that are standing in that spot. I would have loved to have been at this community members meeting. So some people, I think it was Joe Harris who, each time before the Cana meeting, there is a community members meeting. And this time they must have looked at the evolution of Campbell into the future. And he was speaking in, very, in a very special way of how the conversation must have gone there um, in relation to 
what did he call it? The big tent. The big tent of Campbell, not just the small tent. <laughs> um, some people I've, I think I've had this conversation with, but um, I just thought it's sort of relevant to this. Um, I met with um, Greg Davis. Rachel and I met with Greg Davis, who was one of the founders of Campbell Sultane and also executive director for about 10 years or a few years, I don't know. Seven. And we walked, and he'd been here since he left maybe um, once or twice, but he'd never been to Phoenixville. And uh, we were, after walking around there with him for about two or three hours, um, I'm not saying that he is at all, you know, the judge of Kent Hill at all, but he certainly was walking into this conversation with the same sort of question I think that Stephen Clee had. Mm -hmm. He walked out of it at least saying to us that he, he actually now gets it mm -hmm. and he thinks that this is kind of probably a big part of Campbell's future. So... Mm -hmm. I just think that that's an interesting kind of um, uh, foreshadow of how this peer review thing mm -hmm. could work. So tackling this peer review thing again, um, I, I will request that by next week we come up with the names of who we would want to work with us and to have a conversation about a design or the process or what, what it is, what is meaningful. Um, it really does require people to have at least looked at the documents um, and worked their way through all the cross-outs and the comments and all of that, but uh, it's, it is what it is, so enjoy is all I can say. Um, There was just one thing. No. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask, um, last week you picked up, that's a new point, last week you talked about um, this building opposite the cafe and that some people would go to have a look at it. Do you want to speak to that a little bit, just for interest sake? Um, so um, the day of... Thursday last week, I think um, there was maybe about seven or eight of us, basically <clears throat> Danielle, Lauren, Kristen, Megan, Heather, Rachel. Melissa, hi. No, um, uh, what's her name? Larkin and also Eileen, who just happened to be tagging along. I <laughs> <laughs> went and had a look around there and... Um, my sense was, well, Rachel basically even blurted out after about uh, half an hour of walking, it's like, we just have to do this. And I said, don't say that, because then I said to the guy that he was going to try and charge us more money that way, because <laughs> <coughs> he knows we want it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, uh, I've spent a lot of time working with this, but maybe you guys want to say something, because I haven't checked in with you for the last 48 hours or so, so maybe you guys have got some ideas to share about it. Or I can keep talking. Keep, keep talking. <laughs> we, have, we have about five minutes. Well, one thing that has, has come to me personally with this is that, which is a little bit how it was interesting that Greg showed up at this moment. Um, with that building in the centre of town, surrounded by the possibility of many people living and working and training and learning and just eating and doing, <coughs> suddenly you can kind of 
get something a little bit like what you have here in a, in a, in a more urban context so that you can kind of actually choose, do I want to have this sort of social, cultural, sort of, uh, you know, working mix in this place, which is, you know, great for that and then or if you want to do that there then you can you can really or you can even swap between them if you after five years of living in the town you feel like you know what i want to be here so um <clears throat> basically i'm really excited by the the idea that that, that uh, this um almost you know i hate to use the word campus but it's almost like a kind of a instead of a campus but it, you know so i did have this meeting on sunday that i showed up to <laughs> um, to talk about pedestrian kind of safety, but uh, one thing I really would love to think about is as a project for Saltane in the next, you know, if this really would take place in the next few years, is something like that tunnel under Nantnell Road, but maybe under um, Main Street. <laughs> so Main, Street Main Street. Main Street. I don't care about it. I, as long as I can get Main to the Street. Colonial and I can get to Cap. And I can get to the cafe, which would be on the other side too. And I can live in Bri uh, uh, Riverworks or Phoenix Village. I don't need to go to the other no, side. No, it means Main Street. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about an underpass underneath the low bridge, like where the, mm -hmm. like the bridge is Between there. Between Molly McGuire and Steel City. Yeah, but down the uh, but down the where further down, yeah, yeah, where yeah. that bridge is, you could just kind of like go under that bridge, you can run or cycle or whatever. Oh, or or work. There's the canal path. That can't you connect it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, either that or the other possibility, which is yeah, um, would be to go over that old tra train bridge uh, that you go under to get out of town mm -hmm. that might be easier i don't know but just so there's a way to get from a to b in big parts of phoenixville without having to like you know possibly get killed adrian is it the whole building or just the ground floor so now there's something i i have tentatively started calling this thing two things one is saltine 101 which is sort of the the, the sort of main floor second floor as part of something called the fibred market but saltine 101 would be the things that we're all doing now as saltine there somehow connected through to this indoor market with a meal uh, eating situation and soul kitchen would be more the kind of um, non-cafe food possibilities for both community eating and sort of giving food getting food whatever and then the basement would be potentially something that we could call possible 101 which is basically essentially the, the taking the basements and moving them to better basements. A much better basement. <laughs> <laughs> which has like something like eight windows looking right. out over the creek there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even really a basement, I would say. Well, you know what I mean? It's a, technically a it's sort of some yeah. part of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm saying that that would be um, also licensed for certain parts of the week and, and that the rest of the time could be open <coughs> studio also. Like to the extent that it fits in with the program. How is the parking lot included, or is it? And there's a up to fifty parking spots I've counted that are part of this property, and at least the you know the current statement by the owner is oh, he would make those reserved for validation parking only for that whole market. So my understanding was um, that it's like Solaris in in Hudson. Mm -hmm except that the people that are in there doing and working and learning or whatever aren't only possible of Sultan. Yeah, well, possible would be possible only. Yeah. 
I mean, there's no reason why it would have to be, but that it would presumably be. Whereas the rest of it would be essentially a inclusive, diverse situation. Together with other, yeah. other vendors. We, we have to close. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Was there a comment somewhere? We have to close. We have to close, and I'm asking... Sure, the mission, a division, mission, and values, one to five. Okay. Uh, the association envisions a world where people of diverse backgrounds and abilities find commonality to work toward a positive future for the planet. The mission of the association shall be to cultivate community without borders, where people can learn from each other and experience continual growth for the betterment of the world. The association achieves its mission through opportunities for transformative lifelong learning and creative endeavor, ecological stewardship, community-based social enterprises. Uh, the values of the association are intentional gladness, compassionate interest, acquired enthusiasm. And lastly, the founding of the association is inspired by anthroposophy, anthroposophy <laughs> and the Camp Hill community.